This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he lifts the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, and local. You see me wearing the colours on YouTube on Pulse 95 Radio. I'm hoping my team wins tonight, and we are talking about them on the game of zones on the only place to be at three. We've also got UFC 253. Everyone's talking about Israel Desanya as he defeats Paulo Costa. But we kind of break down if he deserves the praise to be called one of the greatest of all time already in his career. We speak about that. We also talk about behavior patterns. Now, a lot of the times when it comes down to health and fitness, we discuss so many different factors. What are the blockages that are stopping us from achieving our goals? And I got that inspiration from one of my good friends, the ninja herself. Lulu, who's tuned in on Pulse95 and Omar Alduri as well. So we're, we're really going to try and break it down for you guys. It's only an hour. We've got so much to talk about. But before we do that, let's play some Maria Maria, one of my favorite tracks. On the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. And as Bruce Buffer said, it is time. And wow, what a weekend of action we've had. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live. Mike, Murad... Uh, Arslan, Ray, I take that as Rawan. You got Ziad Oaks as well, who's always tuned in, showing love, and also Fatima Alduri, Maria, and everyone else. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now, on the weekend, obviously, the UFC has come to the UAE, so it's only fair we give them a bit of love. And a lot of talk that was coming into this was regarding fights and different types of fighters. And then, obviously, when you get a fighter who comes in and he's got charisma and he's got this personality and he's got this kind of swag about him we often then with a couple of wings we often then actually call him the greatest now Israel Adesanya is one of the fighters at the moment who is up there and is up there as one of the best fighters out I can say I won't say ever but I'll say he's out there now with all the situations happening we kind of have a look at you know how this hype happens now UFC 253 just happened and Paolo Costa faced Israel Desanya in the middleweight title match coming into this fight stylistically it looked like it was going to be precision versus power with the the power that Costa has giving obviously the reach away but obviously a couple years younger than Israel Desanya we looked at the different styles of the fighters but also what came across quite interestingly is the fight IQ now when it comes down to sports in general we often look at the IQ that the person has to be able to execute a game plan and that could be football rugby basketball and in this case it's mixed martial arts even with boxers and speaking of boxers shout out to my boxer Fahima uh, UAE's finest uh, female boxer who's tuning on Instagram live so when we talk about all these different types of styles 
Israel Adesanya comes out as such an intelligent fighter for someone who has had a hundred fights and someone who looks unfazed, untouched. But what makes him an interesting fighter is the fact that he's very sophisticated in the way he plans things. So he studies his opponents. He looks at the behavior patterns pre-fight, uh, if they're acting out of character, if they if they start to do things they don't normally do. And that would be a sign that mentally he started to get into the person's head. So that would be the first phase of assessing different styles of fighters. Now, the second thing is, anyone that watched the fight, text me on 4215 or do or slide into my DMs and let me know, what did you make of the fight? I'll tell you what I made of the fight. For me personally, it was a striking clinic by Adesanya. Just the way he was picking his shots, he managed to get into Costa's head way early on to the fact where it was a bit of showboying, there was a bit of freezing. It wasn't really... It wasn't really something that was fluent. And I, and I think that is so dangerous when you fight a fighter like Adesanya because he's always in control of the rhythm, always in control of the motion that he's about to execute a plan. And when you stutter and when you stop for one second, all of a sudden he puts his plan together and starts to pick you apart. And I found that, you know... It was a, a very, a flawless performance from Adesanya, mainly because he, he had studied everything that could have happened, all the possibilities, all the options that were there. Now, is it too early to call him the greatest of all time? He is far off in terms of winning streaks to match Anderson Silva on 13, but he has all the tools to execute that, especially with the division having some, some, some interesting fights that could come back. Now, obviously, we want to see Gastelum. We want to see Whitaker again. We want to see uh, Canalia as well, who's, who's fighting Rob Whitaker next. And he's kind of called him out already, which means he studied all of his options and all the different things that has come to fruition for the middleweight division. But also, you know, Ch uh, Chamiev as well, who's come in and had fight after fight, you know, a couple of fights a month, which is insane when you think about it. So there's so many things. I do believe he has all the tools to be the greatest. However, I think Costa will learn. He will learn from his mistakes. He will come back, maybe have another fight with him. People are talking about getting him in the same bracket as your GSPs and your uh, Anderson Silvers and your John Joneses. Now, I think it's still early for that, but I definitely feel he does have the right tools. With Costa, when you come out of a defeat like this, you always think about it. Now, how can we do things right? He's still young. He's still got the power. He's still got ferocious tools to be able to execute game plans. But that's the point. You've got to stick to your game plan. And we all know that in the ultimate fight to Brazil, he lost in the final round. Um, you know, he lost in, in the final in round one. Uh, because he, he ran out of steam. So there's all these things and factors you've got to consider when you're looking at mixed martial arts, when you're looking at boxing, when you're looking at fighting. There's all these factors that we look at. Is it early to call him the greatest? Probably, but is he on the way? Absolutely. And I hope you guys enjoyed the fight as much as I did. Looking at the other fights, there was obviously Dominic Reyes who lost to Jam uh, Blauch. Can I say this right? Blachowicz. I can never say this, even when I try to say it three or four times. Um, which then opens up that title. So now, because John Jones has left it vacated, that opens up so many different things. You had um, Hakim Dawoodu uh, beating uh, Zubair uh, Tugov as well, who's a, who's a big, big favorite. Kelton Vera beat Sajer. Uh, Eubanks who I, I kind of like Eubanks I, I really do like her you know uh, Kai Kai France lost to Brandon uh, Royval so there was a lot of cool fights in there everyone's talking about Habib Gage coming up what are you guys looking forward to I want to know what you guys are looking forward to because to be honest it's flowing now we're starting to get into the rhythm of it and coming up next now football fans you're on me all the time saying Omar 
tell us, go in depth with football. Bring back Game of Zones. And for those who don't know what Game of Zones is, it's the game of the weekend that I zone into to be able to break down tactically where the coaches are going to be, strategically, where the players are going to move, and also how they're going to execute their game plans. This is what I'm talking about next. And as you can see, I'm wearing the colours in hope because uh, Arsenal's record at Liverpool is dreadful. Let's see if they can change that tonight and it will come down to the coaches. So stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Some people on the Instagram live are saying we're experiencing a little bit of uh, technical issues. And if that's the case, head over to our YouTube channel on Pulse95 Radio and hit us up and let us know how you're doing and what's happened today. And by the way, guys, there's a great show coming up now on Saturdays. And normally I do come in on Saturday from 3 to 4. But this time, Big Hass is going to be on the show. Saturday vibes, 6 to 7. If you got talent, if you can sing, if you can act if you got a hidden talent bring it on the show there's prizes and everything else so make sure you tune in on Saturday 67 with the big man himself um, a big hass now on, on today's show we've spoken about the UFC 253 Israel Adesanya the type of personality he is the type of character he is when it comes down to IQ not just on the educational front but also on the sports front now we're going to go into Game of Zones now all the football fans out there have been saying to me Omar you haven't given us the fire when it comes down to the tactics when it comes down to the strategy so I'm about to try and drop that now on you now we know that from this weekend obviously we've had some surprises Manchester City getting thumped 5-2 by Leicester uh, you had United just get away with it. you had Bayern Munich lose you had Barcelona Barcelona win big, Atletico Madrid win big, but I'm talking about Arsenal and Liverpool, and Arsenal and Liverpool, especially on a normal occasion with fans, this would be a foregone conclusion. We know that Liverpool dominate Arsenal at Anfield. However, as we've noticed recently, with the fans not being in the stadiums, things can happen. And that's what's kind of left us in this mood right now to be kind of optimistic if you're an Arsenal fan, just to see what will happen tonight now we'll come down to the coaches more than the actual players merely for the fact that when you set up your tactics strategically you've obviously got to look at different patterns of play Liverpool have now recruited one of the best technicians when it comes down to executing and initiating play from the back Thiago uh, Alcantara if you don't know has come on board completed the most passes and a half and has absolutely dominated what he's done. I liked what I've seen with him so far. And I'm sure if Arsenal want to get anything, and I mean anything, out uh, of this game, it will have to be uh, definitely, definitely keeping him quiet. Now, whether that's through a press, a double pivot, or even, um, you know, how you press. Now, sometimes when you play against teams that are high pressing, like Liverpool, pressing them probably won't be a good idea. However, Leeds proved differently, especially cutting off the corners that isolated the fullbacks and we always know that Liverpool are the champions right now there's some people that have come out with you know different factors and different things that might change the game what ifs but what how I'm going to see it now is I'm going to look at it as if everyone's playing there have been rumors about Alisson there have been rumors about Thiago 
But you know, for me, I don't want to. I don't want to kind of raise my uh, expectation that they won't be there because I know Liverpool are very capable of winning this game. So looking at that now, how they're going to line up? The question is obviously from Liverpool's point of view, they've. They've been at an angle now where they're going to be criticised. Yes, they lost the first game and instead of everyone talking about how good Leeds were, we spoke about how poor Liverpool were. Then we look at, you know, obviously the Chelsea game and that was also something that was a bit distracting. Now, coming into that with a man being sent off, etc., this game is going to be big for them. I don't think they'll be complacent. I think they're going to respect Arsenal, especially the fact that Arsenal have won the last two games, albeit in competitions that was either with the League One, the FA Cup or even the Community Shield. People might might say that Liverpool took their foot off the off the gas but right now there's no time for that and as we're noticing even the smaller teams are capitalizing Leeds have won two out of three Everton are flying at the top but how will Klopp approach this game Sadio Mane looks as hungry as ever Mohamed Salah bagged the hat-trick in the first game and I think Firmino might have a say in this game especially if the other two have been shining so far now that comes down to Liverpool's aspect and we all know that Fabinho was dropped into the centre-back role I think they might bring him back into midfield and possibly put Gomez in there Gomez athletically is very good but perhaps needs some guidance from Van Dijk if he wants to execute that plan Robertson I think will be a huge threat and everyone knows Trent Alexander-Arnold has his set pieces and his crosses which can hurt any team looking at Arsenal I don't think they've found their favourite backline yet I think Tierney will be vital to play in there and I think Ainsley Maitland-Niles needs to play on the left side of a 3-4-3 in order to execute that um, that strategy in trying to nullify the fullbacks who always support the midfield so this is giving you a few ideas of how deep we go into it sometimes the other thing is does uh, Arteta reward Elneny with his consistency in the performances by playing him next to Jacker, or does he go a bit more adventurous and play Ceballos next to Jacker, allowing Bellerin on the right of him and Ainsley Maitland-Niles on the left of him up front I think everyone knows on the left side it will be Aubameyang in the middle it will be Lacazette however will he go for Pepe or will he go for the inform Willian it looks like probably it would be Willian but that also tells you there's so many decisions here and things that could actually influence the game tactically and strategically the other thing you've got to think about is when it comes down to Arteta He's always played every game depending on who he's playing against. So he is quite proactive, but he also reactive as well in his methods. Now, if they stick to the game plan, if they find exactly what they need to do to be able to perhaps not fall into Liverpool's hands. And what I mean by that normally is when it comes down to Liverpool, we often feel that because they press so high, if you're going to be playing out the back, that's going to be very risky, especially as Chelsea found out with Mane closing down Kepa. So there's so many factors you can avoid. When you don't play at the back and you don't welcome teams to press you, if you go over the top, it could be the best form of defense. And I think that's why David Luiz might play to be able to ensure that diagonal ball that he plays to Aubameyang on the left side to be able to try and break the runs of Trent Alexander and Robertson. There you go. A little bit of a breakdown. What's your predictions? 4215 at Salat or do? Or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know what's your predictions tonight? Liverpool versus Arsenal. Liverpool are the favourites by far, but what is the score going to be tonight? Uh, I want to hear all about it. Coming up next, now this is actually influenced from one of my my homies, uh, the ninja as we call her, Lulu. She was talking about a few things regarding health and fitness. One of the things I want to ask you about: How do you tackle blocks? that stop you from having full self-esteem. Find out next on The Only Place to Be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. 
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm your host covering everything sport international and local. If you're just tuning in and want to catch any of our shows, you can catch us on YouTube, Pulse95 Radio. You can catch our podcast on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Ngami. And you know what? <clears throat> i got to say something. Aisha Mazmi and, uh, and Omnia Saleh dropped in and uh, during the break and were you know, giving me a lot of, uh, a lot of insight on, on, on certain things. Um, <laughs> it's great working here when you have people like that because they, they give you a lot and they, uh, they, they just tell you straight to the point. Um, as we know, Omnia Saleh is talent uh, at uh, making cookies. She's brought in the cookies. So for all those that know about that, you know, that's something that we'll, uh, we'll be able to talk about another time. Um, one of the, the talks I wanted to normally, I always speak to my friends who train with me. Shout out to Lulu from uh, RBO and everyone else from RBO who's tuned in as well. Um, I normally speak to them about so many different things. I kind of ask them where they're at mentally, physically, how they're feeling. And one of the things that she brought up, which was really, really interesting... And I think I, I also can relate to this, which is why I wanted to bring it to the table, because sometimes I don't really speak about it. And it was tackling blocks that stop self-esteem. Now, athletes feel it. So why is it frowned upon for us to feel it? Normally, that kind of mentality is like, oh, just get over it. You'll be fine. But we always we always reach certain blocks when it comes down to our our fitness journey, our health journey, our well-being journey, so many factors that we face. What are those kind of blocks, firstly? You know, and I can only do this with you guys. So if you want to slide into my DMs at Omar Dura, if you want to message me on 4215, let me know what kind of blocks do you face that stops you from getting there? Some of the obvious ones we normally hear is time, is money, um, you know, maybe family. There's so many different kind of factors we kind of hear on the way out when we are talking. But what do you feel? What is it that you find that is challenging? Now, a lot of the times, especially during the current pandemic and everything that's happening, uh, we face unprecedented times. We face a lot of challenges. And in those challenges, it's very easy to kind of ignore the other things that we're facing. And in those things we're facing, you know, it's something that we probably don't speak about a lot. But when it comes down to mental health, you know, the, the suicide rates have gone up. And it's so unfortunate that people are going to those limits and everything. And, and we can never know what the person next to us is going through. And this is something that even when I'm, when I'm consciously, you know, training or trying to do something for me, I'm always just kind of mindful of that with the person on my right or the person on my left, just to see where, where they're at mentally. Sometimes I might notice something, I might ask them afterwards, maybe not during. But when you guys do see this, it's very easy to be able to just kind of get selfish about things and not really think about what others are going through. Everyone's going through so many different factors and it has caused, you know, that tension to go up. Sometimes people can all of a sudden break out or, or get angry quickly or agitated and you wonder why even if you haven't done anything. So there are so many factors in this. The blockages that happen in our own journey are things that probably have rooted or have built up over a time period. And once that's happened, it's very important that we spend time on ourselves before spending time on someone else. 
So the factors really start within our own reach. We are kind of in charge of our own environment. We are kind of in charge of our circumstances. Yes, the things do happen that are bad. Yes, things do happen that are challenging. And yes, things do happen that are out of our hands sometimes. But what's in our hands is how to feel better, how to make things better, how to sleep better. There's, there's so many ways of detaching yourself. Listening to music, uh, listening to Quran, for example, being able to color. Some people find that funny. Ice therapy, that's something that I did recently that was really, really good. Um, reading, gratitude, meditation, yoga. It Yes, it requires time to do that, but while you're actually making that time for it, you're making time for something that you wouldn't do normally, which will help you detach from the circumstances on your phone, on your computer, on the TV, on the news. That can also sometimes be very, very challenging. And so with this topic, when she brought it up, with everyone focusing on COVID-19 and stuff, we've kind of neglected all the other challenges that people are facing. And in health and fitness, it's something that shouldn't be taken lightly and something that we should be able to speak about. That's another thing. Being able to talk about something and express something without being judged is something that we need to open our arms to regardless of whether someone does say it or not so that it could save someone's life. It could be you know, something that is a game changer. And that's why I often look at these things and think, you know, just be mindful. It's so important. I've said it so many times on the show. Um, I hope you guys take that on board, especially with our own challenges, that we can be mindful. We can be very, very careful with how we express things. Also, looking on the left and our right, you know, if someone does need something, if you do need, to, if you can help someone, ask someone how they're doing. You know, last week, um, a couple of weeks ago, when I went to go get tested for, for COVID, uh, this amazing guy called Rayaz helped me and, and Maria with uh, with the test and he, he he was so happy that we asked him how he was doing so that's what I mean there's all these factors that can can really just lift someone's day up so here's my plea to you guys go do something nice to someone today be nice give someone a call you haven't spoken to in a while just do it from the heart and trust me the universe will give it back um, shout out to everyone who's tuned in Marvish Maria our very own Super Mario Almas Murad you've got um, Zofia you've got Aisha all the way from Denver Nejla and everyone else thank you very much guys for tuning in coming up next we answer your question do a quick roundup of sports so if you have anything to ask me shoot them my way during the break I'm going to play some Burner Boy because you know I like Burner Boy you can send me the location right after this this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri oh he loves the fire and what a goal this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95 nice strike Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, Camry Everything Sport International and Local. So, if you guys caught the show on Saturday, um, I got a chance to interview Jay Uso from uh, the WWE, and he's from Samoa. What a cool guy, man. I think with the WWE so far, it's been kind of cool to interview these new superstars that I kind of uh, grew up watching the WWE. So, having seen the new generation, that's been very, very interesting. Um, a couple of things, a couple of points coming in here. Um... LeBron James uh, I don't know why I was speaking to RR about this earlier I don't know why he gets so much hate um, I saw him the other day 
after the Laker win, uh, speaking to Jeremy Grant and just kind of helping him get through a couple of things during that game that maybe someone needs to hear from someone like LeBron James. That's very, very cool. You know, um, I like that when you can kind of stop the competition once it's done on the second and just switch into your own mode where you kind of help someone or talk to someone or reflect to someone. I thought that was really cool, especially with the NBA Western Conference Finals that's happening. You know, um, I was telling me about uh, obviously Miami Heat being in there for the first time and that, that, that's, that's kind of interesting I know Big Hass is huge on his basketball and by the way catch Big Hass's show on Saturday 65, uh, 67 sorry um, on the Saturday vibe that's going to be cool if you can sing if you can act if you've got a talent bring that on they're, they're giving away um, prizes as well and competitions so that's going to be very very cool make sure you catch that out uh, someone uh, was it Mohamed Belushi messaged saying you know VAR and um, handball is ruining the game I think the United game for those that watch that was insane to see how how that game evolved the way it did especially after the whistle's gone and then you come back into the game and then you give the penalty then you blow the whistle with five minutes five minutes of extra time and six and a half minutes gone that was that was very very interesting to see that um, guys we are reaching full time on the halftime show I hope you've enjoyed the show I've got a couple of cool guests coming in I will be announcing that sh- soon on my Instagram so make sure you, you stay tuned for that and also on Pulse95 Radio and if you do miss our shows guys you can catch them on YouTube uh, on Pulse95 Radio head over there subscribe to the channel and you will get all of our shows on there from all the team here at Pulse95 Radio and if you like them smash the like button and let us know how you feel so give us your comments as well that is me it's full time Omar Alduri on Pulse95 I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you on Wednesday peace this is Pulse95 You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast.